Podcast Man. I actually thought that we were just actually going to put the music in there, but that works too. This is the LoadingReadyRun.com podcast for May 8th, 2008. Can you put a, like a square wave filter on that us singing the the uh, Iron Man song? No, probably. He he could, but he won't. Yeah, I could, but I'll forget. There's lots of things he could do. Yeah, the podcast will go up completely unedited as usual. Yeah, yeah. So uh, thank you all for your feedback on our lack of feedback on last week's uh, uh, new audio setup. I was pleased we didn't get any feedback because that would have sucked. Um, would have made that joke work either. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, we're going to try and make it a little louder for you this time, but without blowing the levels or, or huffing directly into the, the thing. We learned to project when we were doing a live show. Yeah. Well, in theory, we shouldn't be, just, we shouldn't be projecting. We should be able to just turn up the levels on the actual yeah. computer. Yeah, try right actually pointing it, like, pointing it at your mouth. At my mouth? Yeah. Is that better? Yes. Yes, it is. Because you're still coming just through quite quietly. Don't use any words that start with P. Yes. Or H. Or extend your H's. All right. Yeah, Paul. Did you I can't purposely say, I can't say my yes. own ma- I can't say my own name. Wah, wah, wah. Okay. Okay, so this week's video was the... What, what, what did we end up calling it? Uh, we ended up calling oh, it right, the first, first, draft. first Draft Iron Man trailer. Right. We, we actually had a lot of trouble figuring out the name for this one because, I mean, the obvious name is like Cardboard Man, but then that gives away the joke. Yeah. And you, I mean, like it's, not, like it's not really like you know we uh, we've called things like rejected Iron Man trailer or something, but it's not. It's sort of a different trailer. So yeah, and it's it's you know, if we're gonna do a video like this, and we may as well try and get some hits doing it. And there's no point in going to try and get hits if you don't put Iron Man right in the title. Yeah, people yeah. don't you know. So there you go. I was uh, I, like it, it's kind of an interesting like I like the idea of first draft. Iron Man trailer like yeah. this, like the the idea, like they went away, you know, they went away and sent it off to some uh, some writer, and he came back with that as the script, and then they made a trailer of it, and they're like, wait, no, that's stupid. <laughs> Let's go back and make it actual Iron I, Man. I would believe it. I don't know. Did you guys hear about the Kevin Smith Superman project? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I heard about that. Yeah. Which was literally giant enemy crab, I think. It was. Well, yeah. uh, giant robotic spider right okay hey and, that guy yeah, uh, yeah well it was, yeah. it was the producer who did wild wild west and it was the guy who was going to produce the uh sandman movie because right. the story that, that you hear on the evening with kevin smith about him talking to the producer and the producer saying he wants a giant robotic crab paul and i before we saw that heard exactly the same story from neil gaiman doing a talk about this producer who wanted to make a movie about Sandman, it was going to have a giant robotic spider in it, and that producer went on to make Wild Wild West. That's hilarious. He just really wanted a giant robotic spider. I guess so. Always well, he, with the fucking spider. And he, to be fair, I mean, it, it sort of fit in in Wild Wild West. I mean, the entire, you know, the movie was pretty shitty, so nobody really cared. It's sort of but steampunk thing. It, it kind of, like, I, I actually could believe that the entire movie of Wild Wild West was built so that there there was a rationalization for a giant spider. The, the other things I was hearing from the Superman thing, and maybe, maybe this was on the evening with Kevin Smith as well, but it, it like that there were consultants who were like yeah we think maybe he shouldn't have a cape because that was no it was it was the same guy he was was, okay no he's like he doesn't have the costume uh he doesn't fly and in the third act i want him to fight a giant spider 
So did Kevin Smith just like punch him out? <laughs> no, he was like, uh, I'll see what I can do. So anyway, so this one though, um, for the past uh, several, eh, not several, for the past couple months, over the past, like, you know, working on it maybe once a week, I've been making this costume in the back room at the Rogers Plus cellular location where I, I work. I envy your job. <laughs> it's on really, really slow days when we've had a lot of shipments. I've been like, well, I'm going to make a couple arms today. And so, you know, be, me being the only one around, of course, it sized for me. And then I, I realized, I was like, wait a minute. If I just finish off like the head and and like actually write a script for it, this would be a good time to do you know like an Iron Man thing and use it for that. For for those playing along at home, the takeaway thing there is Grandma's making this costume without an actual video idea in mind. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he, he was just making the costume for no reason. I gotta say, I'm That's impressed actually... with the build quality of the thing. Like it's really it's it's actually a, like a full on cardboard robot costume yeah i didn't expect it to be i expected it to be like cardboard tubes for arms and so on no it's uh, it's i'm i'm really pleased with how it turned out and yeah paul is quite correct i started making it with no plan for what it was going to be used for how did you how did you make it not get recycled like leaving it in the back room of your store well there's only like four people who work there and they all and uh like i work with like so it's me and three other people i work with two of those other people and i was like hey guys i'm building a cardboard robot and they're like okay sweet <laughs> and so i just stacked it up and then the fourth person was like what's all this oh graham's making a cardboard robot oh okay so it's it, you know it's just we have a lot of extra space in our back room like a lot of extra space i, I really kind of like the way uh the story of you you building the costume actually kind of parallels Tony Stark's yeah, know, thing. Yeah, I'm trapped I, in this interminable place. I, I think it would have been even better if you had had to like hide hide the different parts of the costume as other things. Like, you know, you had to like, sweet. like, like you, you cut like the corner out of a box, but then keep using it as like a box to store things in. Right. So, so that, you know, it just looks totally normal, but then you go, shoot, 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 take out all the different things for the different boxes. And then bam, you have a robot costume. That would have been sweet. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I basically I I, uh, I I was talking to Paul and I was like, hey, so I got this script that I wrote at work basically that uses this uh, the you know it's about this and Paul's like, okay, where are we gonna get one? Well, I, I've actually been building one for a while, so we have the costume. I'm like, oh okay, and but then when we actually put it together, uh, that was the first time I'd actually put the whole thing on at once, and uh, uh, it it turned out pretty yeah, well. Yeah, test, testament to the construction. It actually was uh, yeah. you know it was actually there wasn't any you know horrible design flaw. <laughs> yeah, uh, James and Kathleen augmented it with a belt and a cod piece. Yeah, which I appreciate. So, uh, um, but yeah, it's I I felt it was funnier to leave all the all the various like packing slips and stuff on it because well I mean like originally I was just like no 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 no, no it'll be funny I don't know what we're gonna use it for but well. <laughs> When I first made it, I wasn't even thinking of Loading Ready to Run. I was like, oh, well, if it actually turns out, then of course we'll use it for a video. But I, I figured it'd be funnier if it actually was like a with all the packing slips and stuff. And so then it turned out like that. And then the whole sort of thing came with the, like the Ikea furniture and then, you know, because making fun of the trailer and everything. So. I, I, I like I like that it's, you know, Ikea furniture, uh, but he only uses the boxes that the Ikea furniture came in. He yeah. doesn't, there's never any, in no part of the montage does he, is he actually dealing with furniture at all. It's just boxes. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And then just basically, uh, taking, um, you know, the various scenes from the incredibly well known 
Iron Man teaser and sort of re redoing them and uh, interspersing clips of the uh, of the actual teaser in there and stuff, which is actually it's even wider screen than widescreen. Yeah, well, that's like the standard like CinemaScope is is wider than wide. Yeah, wider than wide. It's wider than wide. It's bigger than big. Yeah, yeah. So this standard cinematic widescreen is is actually one by two, isn't it? Like I think so. It's uh, actually, I don't know if it's yeah or something like that. It's one point eight five by one. So okay. we shot like pretty much everything in this video on Saturday. Uh, we started with uh, going up to where I work and hauling all these boxes out of the place in cardboard bag or in big plastic bags. Then we went to the place for the storage room, uh, which my parents helped us. Uh, gain access to and um then we shot all of the sort of the montage of him building stuff which i really really like yeah this is great it, uh, this great uh the place we were in just happened to have this like great you know moody lighting like we we turned off all the lights except for this there's like this one sort of fluorescent light above the area we were working and so you get these great like half lit face shots yeah there. and uh james you might have to uh, hop up on matt's mic there was that was that your idea for the 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 um Throwing the chunks yeah, the, of cardboard. The oh yeah, of cardboard was definitely my idea. I love that so much. It looked. It turned out really well, especially with the sound effects. I enjoyed all the little sound effects that were thrown <laughs> with that one. Awesome. And then yeah, uh, you and Paul and Morgan all doing uh, double time as double various time bad is, guys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Which, yeah. We were definitely. Uh, yeah, I think we were all killed several times in the course of that thing. Yeah, well, we were just hoping that, like, the shot with Paul being thrown out, we were hoping that he'd be backlit enough that you wouldn't be able to tell that it was Paul. Apparently not. Incidentally, so. he almost broke a computer. <laughs> yeah, that was, oh, that was a bad. Awkward. Someone else's storage unit is, is what he slams into, and he n- bent the chain link enough to knock a table and almost put a put compu- a, a little <laughs> monitor computer thingy off the oh. edge. It was just teetering right there. It's like, oh man, that's not good. <laughs> yeah, so, that's how I'm Paul pretty, rolls. Pretty though that didn't happen. Yeah, I, I I live on the edge. That's that's what kind of what I do. The the edge of storage units. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, then we went from there to do um, uh, which bits we did uh, right. Uh, me and Morgan in the in the car. Now what we did there that was actually the back seat of Kathleen's car. Um, now, but obviously, like the like we didn't have a like we didn't want to do do it while we were driving because then you get really terrible engine noise, and we didn't have any place where we could shoot it. So what we did actually is we went outside uh, in the sun draped the green screen over the back windshield and weighted it down so that then we could green it out and replace it with uh, something. I was thinking of maybe using some of the footage from our road trip when we were actually going through the Nevada desert. Of course, that didn't work because it's a highway and it's full with cars. (laughs) But uh, I couldn't actually find footage that really would work super well and as default, Final Cut put in black. And I was like, actually, black works because it makes it not look like a standard backseat of a car. So could could we have just... Put a black thing across the back. I don't know if that would have worked. As that well. would have, I guess that would have messed up the lighting, though. Eh? Yeah. So. So it actually, yeah, it turned out really well. Yeah. So I was. So that was just totally. I mean, it was not what we were originally intending to do, but that that seemed to work out well. And and of course, you had captured all the blue screening or all the green screening in high def this time. In high, de- actually, I captured everything in high def this time. Ooh. I've taken to doing that now. Not that it makes a huge difference in a lot of things, especially because it's the internet. But still. Well. But you guys know, you know, deep down inside. It, yes. it does help with the, the color in a lot of places, though, I think. Yeah. And then we went downtown at, like, 
11. Yeah, it was quite late. Uh, yeah. To outside of a club downtown so we could get like a big party across the street. Where was that, by that the was, way? It was right outside Plan B. Plan B. Ah, which is really okay. funny because the entrance to Plan B is so small and it's up on the second floor that it looks like there's this huge group of like really dressed up people waiting for old Vic fish and chips. <laughs> <laughs> it's That's the awesome. happening fish and chips place. Obviously, right? yeah. And yeah. yeah, this really drunk guy came up and uh, was like, hey, do you need somebody to be in your movie? And uh, Kathleen's... <laughs> Kathleen was like, I want you to strip naked and pull your ass cheeks apart and then say, hi, mom, with your ass. And he's like, okay, I'll do that. And we're like, oh, damn. <laughs> we, why see, did you think for a second he wouldn't? <laughs> I, see, that's, this is a debate Kathleen and I were having afterwards. She was trying to, 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 to shame him into going away. Yeah, she was trying to deter him by, you know, by being, doing a thing that no one would want to do. And I'm like, yes, but, but he was obviously very drunk. He, yeah, he exactly. had no shame. Ah, uh, no shame. But uh, but yeah, it was it was, and, and it's great because you're, you're sitting there filming, and you could hear like people online like, "Hey, that guy's got a camera." And you're like, camera? "Oh God, oh God, oh God!" <laughs> Please just just don't come over here, and we'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I managed to actually get some get some wrestling references in there, which I did only because they were funny, not because they uh-huh. were wrestling references. You're a sick man. You are a sick. Man. I just like the name Big Papa Pump. That's yes. such a terrible, <laughs> terrible nickname. What, he, is, what is that guy's? Uh, his, uh, what's his, what's his shtick? Well, just he's like really buff. He probably uses roids. I don't know. Uh, we, we well, he's a TNA wrestler. He's he's not in WWE. His name is uh, Scott Steiner, and he's absolutely huge. He uses his sort of thing is he has like a chain link cowl sort of thing. Looks pretty cool, but I don't know. He's like absolute like ni- like mid nineties like wrestling ripped. Whereas you look at most of the guys in WWE now, and they're buff, but they're not like. Right, they're they're a little more agile. Yeah, because they aren't like they just don't use roids anymore. So, you know, after they kept dying, what? So, <laughs> in, so inconsiderate. I know. And uh, oh, right, the last shot is the shot that when I was thinking of of how to end the video, I was like, oh snap, flying cardboard man, because it's really easy to make three D objects that are just boxes. And and if they're just boxes, it's easy to make them look photorealistic if you just take pictures of the actual boxes. So I took pictures of like all of all six sides of all the various component parts of the costume, and then made it in 3D, and then made it sort of fly kind of awkwardly. And it didn't turn out as well as I'd hoped, but it still turned out pretty well. And it was like 3 a.m. And uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty solid. I think. Yeah, I feel it's the the right stinger for the video. So. Yeah, yeah, and then then yeah, we then we had a we found a Commodore version of the of Iron Man, so that turned out well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We had a question about uh, um, does Rever like not mind that we use like Commodore versions of stuff? And no, because it's it's not really the same version, and it's it's so different that no one's going to confuse it and it etc. Like that. Having said that, last week we did just straight up use music from Koyana Skatsi, and they didn't care. Uh, yeah, but I mean that was. You know, b- we par- because we were parodying parody. the trailer, so it's, right? it's all so, good. Yeah. So. But it is, uh, yeah, the, the using Commodore music is, you know, that's one of the, like, I, I was sort of thinking about it afterwards. Like, if this is a video that gets popular and, you know, people watch it, it might be like, why, why are they using Commodore music, you know, if they don't understand the whole aesthetic of the I've, thing? I felt it worked okay because the, the cardboard guy was sort of, like, goofy, the, the goofy and nerdy. And, yeah, 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 so, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think, I think it definitely works. But it's this, just, it's just, uh, it's part of the loading ready run aesthetic. Yeah, is the is the the Commodore music. 
Yeah. Which I, I fully endorse. I mean, I, I love, you know, uh, I think my favorite is the um, uh, Christmas Carol on Halloween. The, uh, the like, Christmas Carol right. version going at the beginning. Right, when everyone's suiting up. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, presumably if people are watching that video, maybe they'll watch some of our other videos and realize it's kind of our shtick. Well, and, and, and even the intro to the video, like the little Loading Ray Run intro is sort yeah. of in the right area. But anyway. So, um, anything else for the video that anyone else can think of? Go see Iron Man. Yeah, Iron Man. Okay. Super, super oh, right. Good. Yeah. Go see Iron Man. Iron Man is very, very good, and you should all see it. <laughs> I and I appreciate all the people in the forums who are like, I would totally watch a two-hour movie <laughs> based on that trailer. And <laughs> I really don't know how that movie would go. But no. Also, if we get Robert Downey Jr., I'd be I'd be in for it. Yeah, it's. Because we have the same last name, you see. That's yeah. the main reason I wanted to play Tony Stark. Also, he's awesome. He is pretty awesome. Yeah. So, uh, what are we playing now? I'll go first because I can keep it short. I've barely touched... You need to speak up. Sorry. I'll go first because I can keep it short. I've barely touched GTA. I've played a little bit of Crisis Core. And I'm currently grinding honor so that I can get my newest leggings in WoW. Is, that is ornamented awful. leggings. <laughs> Basically, Matt is saving up for sequined pants. Pretty much. Plate mail sequined pants. He, he's also going to be getting some better armor in WoW. <laughs> <laughs> he was actually talking about running a dungeon to get head. Really? To get a head, I said. A head? A head. Like a headpiece? Yes, a headpiece. My playmail. The Mask of Penance is what it's called. When 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 I heard it, he just said, I need head. No, it said to get my head in that Oh, case. I see. Sorry. To get my head. Yes. Well, if you're owed head, then you really should go get it. Darn right. That's that's my thoughts on the matter. You need to lay claim to your head. Anyhow, what is everyone else playing now? James will go. I've been playing WoW, Smash Brothers, Call of Duty. Rock Band? Uh, I haven't played Rock Band since last weekend, so I have not played Rock Band since last podcast. But I played a lot of Smash, like a lot of Smash. That game's fun. It, it occurs to me that we still haven't played Call of Duty together. No. We need to get on that. So do you, do you just outlaw Pikachu in Smash? The only time uh, nobody really plays Pikachu except for Ashley, and right. I just let her. Because, why yeah, not? Yeah. I mean, she's not going to play if she doesn't play Pikachu. So, <laughs> Pikachu. Pikachu. So, Cheepachu. Cheepachu. He's not that overpowered. Yes, he's he is. Fucking, it's, it's, ah, yeah, he's any, way overpowered. Like, it's any like pants-on-head like, retard who walks in off the street can play Pikachu and win a game. Yeah. It, it's like Axel from the second Streets of Rage game. They figure that, you know, people who don't play video games a lot will play the girl, or at least they did at that point before they realized the real demographic and made her super powerful. <laughs> yeah. They figure the chillins will play Pikachu. True. I guess. Fair enough. Graham, what have you been playing? Uh, well, I've played, a v I've played a little bit of GTA 4. I've been, I was really, really busy this week um, with some stuff we were working on and then the Iron Man thing and just a lot of stuff. <gasps> Good evening, Loading Ready Run podcast listeners. This is Graham, your fill-in podcast editor for the week, because James's computer is broken. Now, in our continued effort to try and bring you the best audio quality we can, we're experimenting more and more with these SingStar microphones. So this week, we had four of them and four people, and it uh, was going pretty well. 
Uh, when I came to edit the podcast, however, I realized that there was some strange distortions and random echoing that was appearing in the pair of SingStar microphones being used by myself and Matt. So, as a result, the uh, the remaining podcast um, had some really horrible, horrible uh, background uh, crackle, and um, our vocals just sort of randomly echoed. So, from here on out, the podcast is um, very truncated, heavily edited, and comprised almost entirely of Jer and Paul. Uh, we do hope to have this all fixed up for you next week. And we're sorry if you missed anything. And uh, with that, I return you to the podcast, already in progress. I'm about 25% of the way into the game. And it, I've, I've, I think that it's taken me about 20 hours to get to that point, maybe a little bit more. And it's awesome! Now, I say this as a GTA virgin as well. I have never really played a previous GTA game. Uh, when GTA 3 came out, I looked at it and went, yeah, I'm not into that kind of immoral bullshit. So I'm not going to play it, but this you time... realized. Wait a minute, I am into immoral bullshit. Exactly. Yeah, it's like wait a minute, immoral bullshit. That's awesome. Exactly. I don't know, but uh, the story is amazing. Uh, I love the mission structure. Everything is just set up so well. Uh, the characters are are awesome. The um, the mission, like the way the way that everything handles, is it seems like like you've got buddies and things like that, and um, they'll call you sometimes and be like, "Hey, you want to go to the bar? Or, hey, do you want to go to the strip club or whatever?" And if you if you go with them, that's cool. You'll go and you'll do that activity. You'll play pool or darts or whatever you end up doing, um, and they'll give you like a little thumbs up or thumbs down next to their name, and it actually records like a, a like or dislike rating for all the NPCs that you interact with. And then I'm not entirely sure if this was just because he liked me a lot, but I had a mission. And one of my one of the NPCs that had like a 98% like for me called me up and was like, hey, I think this is really dangerous. I should come along for this mission. So he backed me up. And like, yeah. And so, you know, we both went in and he, he totally covered my back while, throughout the mission. And as I say, I'm not sure if that was a required thing, if that was a story point, or if, if like I had made him hate me or if I hadn't done all his missions and he would have come. But I thought it was a really... Yeah, that's really a good idea. I like yeah. that, yeah. And you can, like, I, other things. Like, I love just being able to call cop cars on your, on your, like, on your cell phone and then ambush the police officers and steal their car. Uh, I have uh, broken down, and I now have the full version of Return to Dark Castle. And it is, uh, it is pretty, pretty good. It is hard, man. It is a difficult game. They, they follow the Dark Castle... Um, uh, strategy is there's Dark Castle since the very beginning has had uh, levels called Trouble. Uh, there's the very first game had Trouble One and then there's Trouble Two and Trouble Three, and it's uh, anytime you fall into a hole in the in the, in Dark Castle you don't die you just go to Trouble which is just the dungeon, and so you get really tired of getting out of the dungeon because it's not difficult to get out of. It just takes forever <laughs> or not even doesn't even take that long, but it's just like you do it over and over again. It's like, I would rather you killed me at least then I can just go back to the beginning. Now I have to get out of the stupid dungeon, <laughs> but, uh, but it is dark. It's, it's beautiful game. Like it's really, all the art in them is really nicely done. And, uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. If it, It's available for Mac and Windows, so you should totally check it out. And it's quite cheap. Uh, Vaughn asks, If you could be your favorite kind of tree, what would the lumberjack that chopped you down have for breakfast? See, this is, this is what happens when we start running out of questions. <laughs> Run that by me again. If you could be any kind of tree, 
What would the lumberjack who chopped you down have for breakfast? Steak and eggs. Yeah, I'm gonna go to go on a limb and say a lumberjack breakfast. Lumberjack slams. Yeah, some some sort of really hearty meal. Strawberry bacon. Bowl of fucking nails. A bowl. <laughs> a bowl of nails. All right. A bowl of fucking nails. Strawberry bacon right now. Okay. Because I I would be the kind of tree that you know you'd have to have a good breakfast before you cut you cut it down. Yeah. Okay. Have any of you guys ever been to Holland? No. 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 Uh, Why would we want to? Well, this is actually asked by a guy from the Eastern Netherlands. Oh, apologies. Under the, sorry, sorry. I should preface that with forum name Dutch guy asks, <laughs> have any of you ever been to Holland? I uh, I would like to go sometime. I've, yeah, so would I. I've seen... Um, I hear you have wind, windmills. Yeah, I've, I remember uh, seeing, seeing a uh, sort of a tourist documentary thing. Uh, about Holland and, and a couple of other sort of countries in that area, and it all looked so much fun. I'm pretty sure that the people that I took around BC had it in for me and have have given my name to the Dutch authorities. <laughs> Hence, so it's like, oh, you're that Jeremy Petter. Yeah, get the uh, hell out of our country. Exactly. And he follows up with, "Have any of you flown? Uh, have any of you have any of you ever flown in a glider? And why not? It's cool. Uh, uh, once again, I'd like to." I, I would like to. I, I it's for it's sort of the same reason why I haven't parachuted out of a plane. Yeah. I understand intellectually that apparently it's really quite safe these days, but it's a still... glider. I I do a glider like almost without without question. Uh, yeah, skydiving worries me. A glider. Uh, I I always thought my favorite version of that. Like I always um, every once in a while uh, here in Victoria down by uh, the waterfront. They have uh, parasailers. Oh, that looks like fun. And yeah. that, that's something I can get behind. You know, you're not actually actively falling. You're actually floating. Yeah. And, you know, you're just you're sitting around there and just chilling in not midair. That. And it's doing I'd good. like to go skydiving sometime before I die. That'd be fun. <laughs> <laughs> right before you die. <laughs> yeah. Roughly two and a half minutes before I die. Yeah. All right. Uh, Lord Crusher asks, in his blog post, Paul says he's, quote, not really a big fan of Linux. What experience has he had with Linux? When? What did he dislike about it? Anything he does like about it? Uh, I used Linux for about a year when I was in uh, college. Uh, it was part of the course we had to do install. I believe it was Mandrake 9 at that point, which I think Mandrake is like gone now. But at that point, it was one of the better uh, installations. This was like, what, 2003, somewhere. And uh, it was... It's just... Everything is just more difficult than it should be. Uh, it's it's the same reason why I actually don't like Windows very much either. Uh, for the same reason, it's like um, I, I grew up using Macs, and and I understand how they work a lot better. And somehow, even 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 though I grew up using OS nine and and those kind of OSs, and then when I switched over to OS ten, it still had the same kind of feel to it somehow. Yeah. And uh, when it, whenever I used I used Linux. Everything like I, you know, you can do all the standard stuff very easily. You know, you can, you know, it's got Firefox web browser, it's got GIMP for for doing your, uh, you know, visuals and stuff. But all the actual in, sort of all the stuff sort of behind the scenes, um, always just seems to take me more steps than it should. Yeah, like I don't have the time to waste like entering command line things just to do all the you know, like the level of customization and control you have over it is great. I don't have the kind of time that I would care to put into what I don't consider to be a worthwhile result for my time. Mm, yeah. And it is, it's, I mean, Linux has obviously has made big strides, but it is, uh, it is still fundamentally a programmer. Like everyone who says that Linux is, 
you know, ready for the desktop and is just as easy as Windows or just as easy as Mac is a programmer and has been using Linux and doesn't understand yeah. the di- like 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 and and it is it, like it is Linux is a lot easier than it used to be now. And so uh you know, things are moving ahead, but uh it is and, and the problem the problem is because Linux is built by programmers not and they don't really have UI people and like all the user interfaces and stuff are designed by the programmers that are using them. They don't understand. It's impossible for them to conceive of why it's not, it's difficult to use. And so you sort of get into this weird situation where, you know, they're making everything. And so it's like, wow, this is the greatest thing ever. You know, this is so easy. All I have to do is do this. Uh, and it's really intuitive for them. Uh, and that's perfect. I mean, that's exactly what they need. Um, but, they, it's very difficult to put themselves. You have to put yourself in the mindset of the person who doesn't understand all that stuff. It's also the fact that the person who is the programmer working on Linux is working on it from a functional, uh, you know, from a functional point of view. Like this is how this gets done easily and quickly. Apple probably has a team of a hundred or two hundred people working on their UI. Right? right, right. That is their job. That's what they do. They don't worry about how it functions or how you know, like how easy how well QuickTime runs in it or whatever it's just making it look nice and making it easy to use so it's i mean that that being said um i you know i'm 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 a web developer and uh you know i i'm a relatively high level computer user in that i i you know understand a lot of this stuff behind computers and so i really like um uh i one of the things i really love about OS 10 is that I actually do I you know every once in a while I I do jump into the uh, the terminal and I can you know if I want to I can uh, you know run, write a little bash script to to automate some tasks for myself or, or set up a cron job or something um, and which is one of the greatest thing about Linux is that you've got, got all this awesome functionality sort of built in that you can script around um, but you can do that with OS ten as well and you don't have to deal with the shit so uh, basically OS ten is the best Linux. <laughs> Because it is, I mean, it's basically the same thing, right? It's just it's based on the it same was, systems. It was built on on Unix. It's just yeah, it's, it's built it's on a very really Unix. fancy GUI. Yeah, yeah. Um, can I can I make an announcement? Yes. I am leaving the podcast for a few weeks. Jar is running away from the podcast with calculus. Yeah, he's got his uh, he's got all his belongings in a in a in a napkin or, or on a stick over his shoulder. And he's uh, he's running away from the podcast. Yeah. Long story short, I have summer classes that are going to keep me occupied till well, I might have some time off between July and or June and July, but probably until the end of August, um, which is going to keep me from podcasting for a while. So I'll miss all of you, but uh, I'll be back. Uh, imagine the podcast is flying through the air with rockets on its feet. 